Today, we welcome back Christy from Episode 5. She wanted to learn how to communicate more effectively at home using some of the strategies she's been practicing with great success at work. The problem seems to be, though, that in her personal relationships, patterns of communicating with one another have developed over time. And as we all know, those patterns are hard to break. Before she's able to make any significant progress in her personal relationships, she's wisely discerned that she has to allow for other perspectives and ask for clarity, especially when she feels triggered. So Ron gave her some experiments to try and we're about to find out if she tried them and how they went. Hey, it's Ron Thiessen. Welcome to another episode of the Human Being Project by The Change Evolutionist, where my daughter Janelle and I explore the difference between being and doing. In a world of constant distractions, sky-high expectations, and the relentless pursuit of more, we examine what would happen if we made space for more being and less doing. Okay, well, thank you for coming back, Christy, to talk to us. Uh, it's been, what, a few weeks, a month since we last spoke? Yeah. Um, so one of the things that you you were considering doing was communicating to your family members that you are in the process of becoming a communication diva and that you would like to practice with them. Or we talked about all kinds of ways, like the ways that you can lower their defenses by saying, I'm trying to learn how to be you know, a better communicator and I really could use your help and things like yeah. that. So just curious, did you try any of those techniques at home in these last and few I weeks? I did. I oh. did. And and it actually now, like through, it's good that it's been a few weeks. I feel like it really helped. Initially, mm -hmm. it was almost like ma getting made fun of. <laughs> at first, I was like, mm, this was the direction I was thinking, but maybe the time I chose to say it, maybe it was to like teasing me about it or oh, okay. thinking that I was maybe waking grass, but it was fine. I was just like, well, that didn't go as I expected. <laughs> but then um, what I did notice is that the next few times when conversations came up, it was like my husband is what I'm talking about. It was him really thinking about what he was saying and like seeing we had a disagreement, then he would come back and articulate where he was coming from. Like it really made a difference. It was almost, he was giving me grace to work through it. And therefore having the understanding that I was giving him grace is how it felt. Like where it was like, okay, if she's going to give me, like really think about this and work on this, then I'm going to maybe help with that as well. Or like work on that myself you know or feel like i'm i'm actually i'm not just thinking about myself i'm thinking about him and trying to work on this together ever like it, it really seemed to be a positive change so i just gotta like, keep up with it and not and try and continue to work on it not fall back into those habits so initially when you said hey i want to work on my communication skills or however you said it i don't know how you yeah. said it he was yeah. like okay or what? Yeah. Like, what do you mean he teased you? He was like, well, what was the, the, what were you doing the podcast about or what? Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. It just came across that he was kind of like making fun of me. And I'm like, this was not the motivation. <laughs> this is not the direction we were doing. 
Um, so of course I thought that was a bail. And then, but then when it really did come to where actually communicating about something and needed to use patience and, and talk things through, really, I really noticed a difference. So I think it, it was enough of a message that got through to him. Nice. You know, guys are sometimes if, yeah. If you, in that time, maybe it's not, you don't get what you need out of it, but they need yes. to kind of sit on it for a while. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's what happened. Nice. So, yeah. so you were going to try some experimentation. Remember when Ron said, start with a question. And the moment he said that, I don't know about you, but I was listening and I was going, honestly, Kevin recoils when I say that to him. And you said same thing, right? Like there, there's just going to be, they know what your expectation is. They know what our agenda is. They've done this yeah. with us a thousand times. We always start with, can I ask a question? And what that really means is you will bend to my will. <laughs> I need you to adapt to what I, what agenda I have at this moment, right? So mm-hmm. I'm wondering, did you try this thing um, where you, it's, it's like a long game, you know, where you, you might ask one question you don't ask, can I ask you a question? But, you know, you might ask a question and then you let it go. And it's not always a push of your own agenda because you said that might be happening. You might be pushing your own agenda without realizing it. Mm-hmm. So did you notice any of that or has any of that changed? Um, yeah, I have one in the works right now, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's some realization on my part too. But we're planning a trip um, to Italy. And... We have different styles of travel, as I think <laughs> is common. Mm-hmm. And he's the he's the planner. He wants to book everything, and he's he does most of that. And I'm like more like easygoing and belongs to the ride. But the kids are coming along, and I want it enjoyable for all of us. And we only have so much time. And and I traveled with him quite a bit, so I feel like I put my time in. For seeing museums and ruins and history and all of those things. It's been quite a bone of contention, I guess you can say, between us. And I came to the realization that I think some of us think the way we feel about something is the right way. So the way I think you travel is the right way. He thinks the way he travels is the right way. And I feel like he thinks... That's why everyone travels to see history and learn about these. And I was like, wow, I think that's what he thinks. And that <laughs> totally made me change my communication around it. Cause I don't think that at all. <laughs> I don't feel that way at all. And I, and I don't think he, I don't think we both realized that. Like, no, I, I, I think he, thinks that that's the way everyone travels and I'm just wrong. Everyone else travels that way and everyone else likes that stuff. It's just me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and I've realized it's not just me. Talk to no. other people. They don't want to do all of those things either. Or like, no. or sound, I'm not saying I don't at all want to do it, but I, that's not the focus of my trip. It's just a mm-hmm. part. And so we've had some conversations about it. I've had these realizations that this isn't the way everyone travels and where we have to travel. And, and he thinks, you know, like I had realizations on both ends. And so now, um, he kind of communicated well that, okay, that's fine. We're not, 
I'm not going to do all the planning of the trip this time. So now I need input as to what, what you would like to do and what this would look like. Like, you know, rather than him just like being mad and this is what he wants to do. And then, you know, and so we're, yeah, we're kind of working through it. And then it's kind of a good way to do it with it being a trip. I mean, we're, regardless of what we do on the trip, we're both looking forward to it and we're going to enjoy it. So it's not like something that we're both dreading and then we're trying to right. work through. It's So I think it's a good way to me to kind of test out some different things. And it seems to be going good. So this is interesting because Christy's talking about perspective. She's talking about how people yeah. think that what they do or how they behave or what their opinions are are actually the right way. And she's made the observation, she's connected the dots to realize that this is how her husband feels about the, the, the specifically the travel stuff. But this is so accurate for so many people's right. lives because pretty often I think we all feel that our way is the right way. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it, it's a great example when she talked about her husband planning a vacation and and her thoughts about what, what it means to be on vacation and his thoughts about what it means to be on vacation. But like you said, this this is uh, something that goes into many different areas of life. And it's very difficult. One of the things that, that uh, we really stress teaching in Applied Human Sciences at Concordia, which is where I, I teach, we, t we teach about taking another person's perspective because so many people think only the way that they think and the way that they see things. And so they assume then that everybody thinks and feels the same way. And the fact is that it, almost everybody has a different perspective or, or different perspective of what's going on. So that's really important in communication to remember that the other person is thinking, seeing and feeling these things in a completely different way. Um, we've talked before about the, the, the model of communication where the, the sender of the message sends the message into the communication channel. And in that channel, there's a bunch of noise and the noise is the filters through which the person that's receiving the message hears the message. So in my experience working with communication, almost never is the message sent the message that's actually received. It's the perception of the message that's received. And that creates the feedback loop. Then that the receiver of the message responds, not on the basis of the message that was sent, but on their perception of the, of the message that was sent. And therefore you can have a kind of a, a reaction that doesn't make any sense. You as the sender, you go, well, what, why would you respond like that? I didn't mean that at all. And, and so when you get the clarification, that really, that really helps. So something else Ron talked about was breaking old communication patterns by doing something different. Like when you're stuck, especially in relationships and you have these, you know, grooved ways of, of speaking to each other and dealing with situations and handling your conflicts. The only way to break the cycle is to just do something different. And it sounds like you're already doing that because you already communicated to your partner. I want to work on this. I want to connect more easily with you, with you without conflict or with less conflict or to handle our conflicts easier or whatever. Can you think of anything that um, you may have done or have you made a conscious effort to break an old pattern by just doing something different? Well, actually, today it was a more co-worker um, thing. And, um, there was definitely a circumstance where there was a miscommunication and then a reaction based on that. And I think 
No, normally I would have just just left it and like, but then you would still feel it. It would still be there, right? You leave it and just, yeah. like, you know, and I just was like, no, like I brought it up and, you know, apologized for my part in it and talked mm-hmm. through it and explained. And a realization was, hey, that there was a miscommunication on both ends, which is normally the case, right? Yeah. And then you're able to, like get through it and move on and see someone else's perspective and learn from it. And they're able to potentially learn from it. And then it's like, it's gone. Like I Mm. feel like used to live with that, maybe that feeling and pit in your stomach where something's like unresolved or yes, you are holding a grudge or something that isn't necessary just because you want to avoid maybe that confrontation or the, what comes out of it. And if you just face it head on and take accountability for your part in it, and um, then you couldn't talk through it. Mm. So it was, yeah, it was a really good. That's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. Of today. Today example. Do you find that um, when you start working on something, in this case, it's your communication skills, but it, it can be anything that you work on in life. When you start working on it, rather than, uh, sort of pushing somebody else to also work on it. It seems that people, when you worry less about what they're doing and more about what you're doing, they feel sort of inspired by you. They don't, they can't articulate that you're inspiring them. And it's not like a conscious thing that's happening. But do you yeah. notice that? Like when you lead, people just sort of, they tend to follow. Yeah. So, so for me, it's a lesson because. I have always been one who's wanted to push my own agenda or to get what I want or to force something or to have a big, long conversation about how we're not doing what we should be doing or whatever. But really what's most impactful is if I just start doing what I think we should be doing and then boom, everybody's just falling in line. Sometimes it feels like I don't want to feel like I'm like manipulating this situation. You know, that was kind of our concern that you're trying to get your agenda. Yes. And it's not that it's, that I want all parties to be, to feel happy with the decision, you know? Right. When you're working on yourself and you're paying attention to what's going on internally and you and you want to make changes, it's important that you not allow the, the, the chitter chatter that comes from outside of the things that people are saying about you to you, that you don't let that interfere with what you're trying to do because the, the people will will talk to you about uh, changes that you're trying to make from their perspective and and what they see and what they think about what you're doing and that may or may not have validity for sure you always want to be open to feedback but you have to consider where that feedback is coming from and what the what the potential objective of that feedback might be when we look at uh, the way people communicate when we talk about perspective we often use something called the Johari window uh, which is it's a it's like a four part grid and there there's a part of you that is open and you want the other person to know that and there's part of you that is hidden you don't share everything with everybody all at once and you open up who you are through self-disclosure and you open up areas where you're blinded by, by yourself through feedback but when you when you have feedback you need to consider the source of it and consider what the point of the feedback is is it is it to help you grow is it to help you uh, avoid mistakes 
or is it to to bring you to that other person's perspective or even to manipulate or control you to do what they want you to do do you have advice like for people stuck where you were you've taught yourself so much stuff about what to do and what not to do what would mm-hmm. you recommend to our listeners as either a starting point or just like one of the most powerful things that they can do to enhance their communication? What I've learned the most is, is about, is it about me more than the other person? I think when we're working on communication, we're thinking they're not understanding what we're saying. They're not seeing where we're coming from. A lot of times I, I, I'm doing the same thing. That's why I'm seeing that is because that's what I'm doing. So, you know, the funny thing to me is to be kind of the best way that I got better at communicating is by becoming a better listener. Really like Mm -hmm. trying to hear and understand what the other person is asking or or needing, Um, you know, learning something about them, Um, maybe looking into, uh, could I be taking it the wrong way? Do I need to get clarification as to what their points are before I you know, set, set my opinion or, or communicate back. A lot of it is like things I've learned or changed in myself that then like, you know, could be the same person, but it's improved that communication with them and they haven't changed. It's only me mm-hmm. that's changed. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I think what I want to work on now maybe is I struggle with like articulating my feelings and opinions or maybe I like, I struggle with it, but maybe the other people aren't seeing it as much as I'm feeling it. So then I feel like I'm not going to get my point across. So then I, you know, ramble and repeat myself and keep trying to say it in different ways, which is making the communication worse. I think it comes down to maybe having like trust in myself or the, or the other person that I am, I am getting the point across or they, they get it or they can read into it or. You know, and and try to just work on like maybe like um, that, and that will make me like simplify and that go into those cycles. Be easier to communicate with me. Yeah, you know what? I you're totally highlighting something that I do. I totally do that. Yeah. I, <laughs> when somebody's looking at me blankly, I say it like, okay, I'm going to say this another way and then another yeah. way and then another way. And really all they're thinking is, could you please just shut up? That's what they're yeah. thinking when I'm talking. Right? Probably. And <laughs> I think so. And maybe they're just processing. Yeah. Like they just need some time to process. And I'm like, okay, I'm not getting my point across. Or I'm going to say it 10 more times or 10 different ways. Well, that's not improving the communication. Yes. That's insightful, Christy. That's that's a good one. Yeah. That's a very good takeaway. I will take that today and implement. <laughs> Sometimes in communication, you'll have silence. And silence can be very powerful if you don't feel like you need to fill it. Lots of people feel like they need to fill it. If there's if it's quiet, why I need to fill it. But in in the silence, uh, to her point. Oftentimes that's exactly when people are processing information and figuring out a response and checking with their own heart or sometimes with their own head. How will I respond to that? Or, or what did I really understand about that? And, uh, and if you allow the silence to, to expand into the space, uh, oftentimes that opens up conversation on a mm. deeper level. 
And if you allow for the silence, you probably are making the person who needs that silence feel safe. And the safer they feel, yeah. the more open they'll be to to share eventually. So maybe giving them the space for silence and not pushing, pushing like I do in a conversation. I'm like, why are we talking? Say something. That's not effective. <laughs> that's not making somebody feel safe. No, you know. What did you think of this episode? Head over to the private Change Evolutionist community chat to join the conversation. Find the link in the show notes. We're excited to announce that you can find the Human Being Project on Wisdom, a social media app that promotes authentic connections and meaningful conversations with real people. This is great news for you because it gives you an opportunity to ask a question anonymously and get a voice reply from one of us. Just go to wisdom.app forward slash human being project forward slash ask. Type your question and click send. Never miss an episode. Get notification to your inbox when a new episode is released. Download to your device or listen wherever you get your podcasts. To get notifications, go to thechangeevolutionist.com forward slash subscribe. Ron Thiessen is a practicing psychologist and educator. To apply as a guest on the podcast, please visit thechangeevolutionist.com forward slash podcast guest. <laughs>